Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Everybody, welcome back in. We roll till three. This is our final hour. Uh, Gary Dolphin, the longtime voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, will be our guest right around 235, 240. So we'll uh, take you all the way to the top of the three o'clock hour uh, discussing the Hawks game tonight on the road against the Hoosiers at Indiana. Matt Snyder is our guest. Uh, You've heard him on this show before, CBS uh, Major League Baseball. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Matt, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? We're doing great, pal. Uh, training camps are open, and uh, I, I was watching earlier today on one of the networks uh, doing my homework, like always, and they were live at the Yankee camp in Florida, and the reason they were live is because Alex Rodriguez was going to be his first day there as a hitting instructor. Does A-Rod still swing the bat that large in Major League Baseball? I we just can't get away from him, can we? Uh, you know, it's. I just had to do a quick post on it too, just saying like, hey, he reiterated he's not coming back. I think there's people always still thinking like, oh, maybe he'll come back because remember his contract ran through this year, right? The Yankees just essentially ran him out. They named him an advisor so he could still get paid, but he's essentially retired. He reiterated that he's retired. Uh, I think he was having a bad year last year. He kind of realized it's the end of the road. Plus. I think he also kind of realized that he's really, really good on TV. Yes, so I is. think he needs to transition to, to kind of full-time there. I don't know if he'd be great doing color during the games, but I think he would. And, man, I tell you, in the studio, he is exceptional. On the, those Fox pregame shows, he was the best part about those. Oh, when he and when he and uh, Rose would get into it, it was classic. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was great was. stuff. And he was so much, I mean, it, it kind of made Pete look really dumb because Aaron was so much more smarter and well thought out. There's so no doubt about well, that. Well, no, there's no question about that. And it's not easy, yeah. uh, not too difficult to be a little bit sharper than Pete. Not the uh, sharpest hey, tool in the shop. I worked with Pete. Well, you guys uh, fit in well, well together. A couple perfect. of dim yeah, knobs over You're there. You're right, a couple of us. <laughs> Matt, let's uh, get into the baseball season as it's upon us. And uh, let's start with the news of Matt Wieters. It took a long yeah. time for him finally to find a home. He gets one in Washington with the Nats, a team that uh, continues to build themselves out, trying to get after those Cubs. Let's start with Wieters, not known as a defensive guy, not a great you know frim, uh, pitch frame or anything like that, but your initial thoughts on this deal? Well, that was the biggest hole. Uh, I mean, while we can't say Wieters is great, uh, they were looking at Derek Norris, who hit like 180 last year uh, as a catcher, and completely he's not very good defensively either. On Weeders, the framing metrics are ba- are bad on him, but he actually throws out runners at, at a, an above average clip. I think the league average was 29 percent last year. He threw out 35 percent, so he's all the way back from Tommy John surgery. He can cut down in the running game, even if he's not a great framer. And they have a good enough pitching staff maybe that doesn't hurt them that much. Uh, so uh, overall, the places that they needed to upgrade this offseason to go out and to get Adam Turner, uh, they get Matt Waiters behind the plate. Mm-hmm. The, the one where I think you could say they didn't do anything was closer, but I don't think you have to overpay for closers. We've seen guys like Zach Britton grow into stud closers. Uh, maybe Sean Kelly is that guy this year for the Nationals. I would say keep an eye on him. Uh, Matt Snyder is our guest, CBS. We're talking Major League Baseball. Guys are reporting. Um, 
is this the it always cracks me up, Matt, where teams all show up and the fans are all excited. And realistically, there are only like eight to ten teams that really have a chance. <laughs> it, it major, uh, in Major League Baseball, it is so it is so much more simplistic than it seems like in the other professional leagues. Is that fair? No, no. I, I mean, I think that you could probably. I mean, let's say uh, the 2013 World Series, the Red Sox won that. Yeah, the Red Sox, the Boston, the Powers, they were in last place in 2012. Uh, you can get teams that come from out of nowhere and, and make playoff runs. We've seen that a lot. I mean, we saw the the Pirates just break the longest losing streak, losing season drought in, in professional sports history. Then the next year we saw the Royals break a playoff drought that went all the way out to 1985. Mm-hmm. They won all the way to the World Series and almost won the World Series. Uh, the Blue Jays had, had a playoff drought from 1993 until 2015. They broke that. Uh, the Cubs won 97 games after winning 73. And... and from 2014 to 2015. So you can have quick turnarounds. And I think that realistically to win the World Series, okay, maybe five, six, or seven teams. Right. But I, I don't think that you could you could get to 15 or 16 where you said if everything breaks right, they can make the playoffs. And as those Royals and Giants showed us uh, a, couple, a couple of years ago, all you have to do is get there to, to make the playoffs, to make it happen. I mean – Seeing a team be a powerhouse from start to finish like the Cubs were last year, that's becoming pretty rare these days. So I don't think it's like – I think there's just as much parity in baseball as there is in the NFL, for example. And I know a lot of NFL fans disagree and will scream about the salary cap. But the fact of the matter is, in baseball, when players are under control and can't go to free agency for six years, and the talent is skewing younger and younger and younger, you can't just buy championships anymore like the Yankees used to. That certainly is a difference. And the depth there at the top, I agree with you. But you go through and you just kind of take a look at the teams. It seems like the gap between, say, those top 10, 12 teams and everybody else is as big as it's been in a long time. It seems like a year where it's pretty easy. Indians in the Central, you know, in the in the National League Central, you got the Cubs. West, it'll be the Dodgers or Giants. East, it'll be the Mets or Nats. I mean, the difference between the haves and haves not seems better, at least for this year. Can you go down that road? Yeah, you can. I mean, but it, it's still, you, you oftentimes see teams that are overwhelming favorites fall flat on their face. I think about the Nationals in uh, 2013 and 2015. Both of those years, if you looked at the NL East, you thought, oh, Nationals, no brainer. And then you, you know, they they didn't get the job done. It was mm-hmm. the Braves in thirteen and the Mets in fifteen. So th- there there will be surprises. I can't exactly call what the surprises will be, but <laughs> I. And how weird it sounds so meta and, and circular logic to say uh, I'll be surprised if there are no surprises. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, there, there, something's gonna be tripped up. I mean, it's like you said, you can kind of go through and say Red Sox, Indians. West, probably Astros, mm-hmm. uh, Nationals, Cubs, Dodgers. Those seem pretty cut and dry as the clear division favorites. Um, maybe those six teams will win the division, but I, I have a hunch we'll see a shakeup in at least one of those spots. We talked about Matt Wieters uh, with Washington and with the Cubs being at least the Vegas favorite once again this year. Pretty overwhelming. You got the Dodgers there. How about this national teams as a whole? As you look at Strasburg coming back after the injury, after having great start last year, fourteen and zero, and then just a myriad of different injuries. This Nationals team—it's—it's it's kind of funky, but 
the pieces seem to be in place there as you look through the lineup, the rotation, and the back end of the bullpen. Is this a team good enough to be competing at that highest level? Of course, well, you got to say keeping Strasburg healthy a big part of that. Absolutely. I, I mean, I almost think it's gotten to the point where they're kind of underrated. I mean, mm. people are talking so much about the Cubs and Dodgers, and you still you look at those Mets with those arms, and they could be pretty scary. And, and it, you think about the Nationals. They were really, really close to beating the Dodgers. And if they, they beat were. the Dodgers, who's to say that they couldn't beat the Cubs and then beat the Indians and win the World Series? They mm-hmm. could have been, you never know. They could have mm-hmm. been one run scored in that in, in extra innings there from winning the World Series. And they bring back a team that is probably better. I mean, not only with those upgrades, uh, Trey Turner at short over Espinosa is a big upgrade. And then you throw Eaton in center. That's great. But Bryce Harper, I, I think he's probably going to be more like 2015 than 2016. And that right there is a huge boost. And like you said, if Strasburg stays healthy, you've got Scherzer, you've got Roark. It, what if Joe Ross stays healthy the whole year? He was hurt a lot last year. They were pretty banged up in the rotation down the stretch. So it's almost they're almost too quiet in terms of the hype right now around the Nationals. <laughs> and you don't like it, I can tell. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's easy to say. I, I do think that they're the clear-cut third-best team in the NL. Okay. But I feel like a lot of people are only talking about the top two in terms of teams that can win the World Series. So you're going Dodgers and Cubs? Is that where you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, take me then to the American League. Um, Trent is a big fan of the Minnesota Twins, but they'll they'll be hapless this year. Can the, <laughs> can the Kansas City Royals, since they're only three hours away, and there's a lot of Royals fans in our area, can they get back to challenge again with Cleveland in the uh, AL Central? They're, they're really teetering on the brink right here. You look at last year, I know they were banged up some, but and it's it's horrible to talk about the baseball context, but you, you have to on Jordano Ventura being gone. He was one of the main reasons in the rotation why you thought maybe they could have a good bounce back. After you see how good Danny Duffy was down the stretch, you know how much talent Ventura had. To lose him is obviously a bigger bigger blow to the team in terms of their personal relationships, obviously. But in terms of their on-field play, it, it's a pretty big impact. And then I look at how... Hosmer, Moustakis, Escobar, Kane are all free agents after the season. You already saw they dealt Wade Davis. Kelvin Herrera is a free agent after next season. If they're if they get off to a bad start and fall out of it come July, they could have a fire sale because mm-hmm. you can't risk losing five or six players of your nucleus like that and get nothing in return other than like a supplemental round draft pick. You got to get more than that. So. They need to start trying to rebuild on the fly, but then you're stuck with Alex Gordon's contract and Ian Kennedy's contract. It's th- There's potential for things to turn ugly there. Now, the upside is everybody comes together and they resemble the 2015 team. That's possible as well. Uh, I think I wrote earlier in the offseason, they are the one team to me that has the, the widest variance in terms of what to expect. They could end up legitimately can end up with the worst record in baseball or they could end up in the World Series again and I wouldn't be surprised at either one. <laughs> crazy crazy to think about. Well if it does go sideways for Kansas City it looks like uh, Detroit would be the team at least with the chance of pushing yeah. Cleveland but you know you talk about a wide range. I saw Pakota came out with their projections I think they had the Tigers at what 76 wins something like that. Uh, as you look at this uh, Tigers team what concerns you and what could tick and have this team up there winning 85-plus games? Well, in the rotation, you get the Verlander of last year who seemed to he, – he kind of lost his 
his killer KO stuff, but then he learned to get past Adam Titch. A lot of guys do that, like Roy Halladay did later in his career. Mm-hmm. So that's big. You have him as your ace. Fulmer needs to pretty much repeat his rookie season. Jordan Zimmerman needs to do what they're paying him to do. Then you hope for Daniel Mor- Daniel Norris to take a step forward. He's, he was a long-time considered a good prospect. And what if Annabelle Sanchez bounced back? They have the pieces there to put together a very good one through five in the rotation. They have decent pieces in the bullpen. And then you say uh, Miguel Cabrera, Justin Upton, Ian Kinsler, J.D. Martinez, Victor Martinez. Hold on to that prime. Stop, don't get to that decline phase just yet. Again, they, they've got talent there. It's just a question of what version of a lot of these guys are you going to get. I know you're going to, we know pretty much what you're going to get out of Cabrera and Kinsler, but Victor Martinez is getting really up there in age. Yeah. And Justin Upton was awful until mm-hmm. like the last six weeks last year. So you're going to have to hope for the best possible outcome on like seven different fronts. That's unlikely, but it's possible. Hmm, interesting. Matt Snyder, CBS, Major League Baseball, on the Draft House 50 hotline. All right, I'm going to sneak in one okay, more with the AL it. Central. Let's talk about my god-awful Minnesota Twins. I just told, I just said yeah, that. I know, I know. But <laughs> hey, two years ago, they were in wildcard contention the final weekend. Yeah, they were. Give me a positive ray of hope. Give me something because I already got a pretty cloudy outlook here <laughs> looking up at my Twins. There's no way they can be as bad as last year. <laughs> That's true. No way. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Look, I, I, I think what's going to be fun about them is outfield, specifically in center and right. Like Byron Buxton, let's see what we've got here over mm-hmm. full season. It, it's time. And he, he flashed enough upside down the stretch to be at least a little bullish on him coming into the season. And then what, what kind of power are you going to get out of Max Kepler? I think he, it's fun to think about there. And, of course, you know, you've got Brian Dozier still on the team, not traded. So those are some good things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all right. I mean, I think you need Barrios to finally I, I step through. You, you need you need to get some base? answers in the staff. How about third base? We got Miguel Sano. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How about third base? A lot of strikeouts and bad defense and a lot of home runs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fun. That's to okay. Watch. <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing. The thing with the Twins is they should not have been as good as they were two years ago. Mm-hmm. They right. probably shouldn't have been as bad as they were last year. Split the difference. You know, maybe mid seventies and wins, which would be a nice and a very big step forward. Oh, it really would. And uh, this Twins team, Molitor, you know, going into his third season and new staff there. I mean, they didn't do much in the off season, but what do you think of Thad Levine along with Falvey uh, coming over from Cleveland, that two-headed monster in Minnesota? Do you think they're on the right path? Uh, for now, yes. I mean, it's they, like you said, they haven't done a ton. But it's a forward-thinking front office. They they waited out the Brian Dozier market and made sure to not sell him for less than they thought that he was worth. That that shows that they'll draw a line in the sand, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know you have to keep an eye on how things move going forward. But the one thing about the Twins' job is they didn't have to start going in and gutting everything because they're already really heavily reliant on a lot of young talent and some of the veterans, like say Joe Maurer, are pretty much untradeable. So there wasn't a ton for them to start getting into on the rebuilding process just yet. All right. I knew that the, the Twins thing would come up. So let's go, <laughs> let's, let's go to it's the – It's not like I'm asking a question on the Phillies. No, I know that. We're three and a half hours away I... from Minneapolis. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Cubs. Uh, it's, everybody knows how difficult it is to repeat, especially in professional sports. But – is it your estimation that this team is perfectly built for a repeat performance, barring 
injuries to, yeah. say, two or three top pitchers. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I do think so. If you look at what's different from last year, uh, they lose the role to Chapman. Well, they signed, they, they traded for Wade Davis. Mm-hmm. So assuming Davis's elbow is healthy and down the stretch it looked like it was, and that, that's a wash, if not even an upgrade. Uh, Dexter Fowler gone, that does hurt them in terms of, you know, he was their Hugo Wego guy at leadoff. Uh, the John J. Albert Almora platoon is going to lose offensively there, but Almora is a much better defender. So maybe they gain, they gain some on defense while they lose offensively. But you got to keep in mind, Kyle Schwarber's back for the whole year. Yes. And he was out all regular season last year. And there's no way Jason Hayward can be as bad as he was offensively. Mm-hmm. So I think between Schwarber being back, Jason Hayward getting at least a little bit better on offense. And you got to keep in mind how young Addison Russell is, how young Javier Baez is, how young Wilson Contreras is, and he only played a half season last year. Right. So all of those guys should be better and get, and, and, and at least in the case of Contreras, get more playing time to contribute offensively. Probably going to take a step back defensively with Schwarber there for the whole season and, and you know, to, to lose David Ross mm-hmm. and replace some of his catching innings with Contreras. That, those are steps down. But, uh, and then there's the fifth spot in the rotation. Jason Hamill was good in the first half and not very good in the second half. You know, they've got guys like Mike Montgomery and Brett Anderson to fill that role. I think that's probably going to end up being a wash. So I I think they're probably going to be just as good. That doesn't mean they'll repeat because anything can happen in the playoffs. Right. But uh, right. regular season-wise, I pretty much expect more of the same. They win 100 games? Uh. It's so tough to say that. Uh, Over-under is 95 right. and, and a half. I'll tell you, I would, I would definitely take the over. Last thing, Matt, I saw over at CBSSports.com had an article about Sammy Sosa, uh, him talking about coming back in some capacity, throwing out a first pitch, whatever it may be. What do you think the chances that we do see that coming up this season? Well, I, I, for, what, for whatever reason, uh, the front office, specifically it should be i think it's pretty much up to ownership uh has really not wanted any piece of him um like i said in the in the article you would think now that the world series has been won any feelings of resentment or bitterness over the the pd stain or the way he left the team in 2004 why would you ever be angry or bitter anymore if you're a cubs fan Mm, yes (laughs) everything should be all happiness so i I understand that he was in embarrassment on his way out, uh, leaving early and the teammate ruined his boombox, and uh, which is still one of the most hilarious stories of all time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then forgetting how to speak English in front of Congress about the PED thing, and he still kind of denies PED use. I mean, there was in that interview today, he compared himself to Jesus. I mean, it's, he's obviously out there, but for six, seven years, he was the lifeblood of Wrigley Field. Yes. And I don't, I don't think that you can revise history – like I, like I said in the article, the Cardinals made amends with Mark McGuire. The Giants made amends with Barry Bonds. Yep. I, I don't see why Sosa can't come back and just receive an ovation from the Wrigley Field crowd. Well, Matt, I lied. We got one more thing for you. <laughs> okay. Tonight, yeah. your Hoosiers, Oh yeah. our uh, home state Hawkeyes, two teams going in the wrong direction. What happens tonight? And secondly, is Tom Crean back on the sidelines next year for the Hoosiers? Uh, I think Iowa's going to win, and I don't even know anything about Iowa. So that's <laughs> where my psyche is right okay, now. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, I, I kept seeing articles where people are saying Crean might just take another job before it gets too ugly, whether it's NC State or Missouri or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that sounds feasible because he's not going to want to get fired, and he's becoming 
unbelievably unpopular at this point. And I know he, he'll probably try to make the injuries excuse, and they have had a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. but the, the rails were already starting to come off before OG got hurt. So I, I, I'm not buying it. Uh, so I, I, I think he's going to be somewhere else. Hopefully it's like NC State and the, uh, you can get somebody uh, who's going to stay there for a long time because you hate changing coaches so much. And, you know, what, what I find funny, if I can go on a little rant, mini rant here Absolutely. for a second, is a lot of the national analysts who call Indiana a blue blood program think we should be like wetting ourselves in delight about three sixteens and three sweet sixteens in the past six years. Well, you can't call us a blue blood on one hand and on the other think that we should be content with three sixteens, three sweet sixteens in the past six years when they didn't advance past the sweet sixteen at all, especially when they were a one seed. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Can't lose to Syracuse. That might have been the ultimate uh, nail in the coffin looking back. That loss then as they were the number one seed. Matt, as always, good catching up with you. Uh, Enjoy spring training. What, heading down next week to Florida? Is that right? Uh, Friday, I'm going to Arizona. Friday, Arizona. Arizona. Okay. You're going to be watching Yeah, but I checked checked the weather, and it's the exact same there as it is here. At least least today it's nice. Yeah, Yeah, at least today. By the weekend, it's going to be 30 here. Out out there, it's still going to be 80. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. You have a great trip. Have a good one. See you. Matt Snyder, CBS, Major League Baseball. Uh, Boy, he's down on the Hoosiers, too. A lot of people are down on the Hoosiers. I can tell you one thing, Jimmy. Yeah. You know people out in the Carolinas. Yes, I do. Uh, NC State fans want no part of the people that I've heard of yes. Tom Crean. Yes. Missouri, maybe. I think that is a spot that would make sense for Crean to leave early. We've seen this in the past. We saw Alford do it from Iowa. Yep. Take to New Mexico. Yes, job. he did. Uh, leaving before you get fired. Mm-hmm. NC State, I think, is a situation that with the expectations that are there, might be difficult. But at Missouri and what they've gone through with Kim Anderson lately, correct? I think that would be a good spot for Could Kareem. Could be. Give he him a st- chance. Yeah. He can recruit well. Yes. Plus, it's the SEC. Yeah. And we know the SEC in basketball. Is weak except Kentucky and Florida. All right. There is a big, big drop-off there. So I think that would be a soft landing spot, and I think a better spot for him as opposed to NC State. In- interesting, yeah. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun to see which coaches. Oh, boy, you don't think they'd contact McCaffrey, do you? Who, NC State? Yeah. No, no. No, that that one, even with uh, some of the connections he has, UNC Greenboro uh-huh. back in the day, yeah. I, I don't see just that, that just, one. That just dawned on me when we talked about him being at NC Greensboro right. and turning that around. Right, but I, I don't see that. NC State's going to shoot higher. Now, they'll strike out of their initial they, candidates. They it always will. happens. Yep. Pretty much every place. I mean, Indiana struck out of their mm-hmm. initial candidates. So that will happen. But then after that, Maybe you'll hear some rumblings. I don't see him leaving Iowa for that job either. Okay. I mean, you talked about the triangle. But it's yeah. not just that, but the ACC as a whole. It's not just Duke and Carolina. Oh, no, it's not. I mean, look at look at what Leonard Hamilton's done this year yes, at Florida, Florida State. State. Notre Dame, year yes. after year yes. after year. You got Syracuse. You have Louisville, yeah. who has the biggest basketball budget in all of college basketball. Louisville's really good, That's too. who you're going up against. Yeah. Just in your conference. Yeah. And that's just to get in the top half. Yeah, you can only play Boston College so many times. Exactly. <laughs> At best, you get two in the regular season and one in the ACC. That's it. And that's all you get against BC. Jimmy B and TC, it's a big talker. 1700. Where are you, Bill Curley? <laughs> the big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At DSMCredit.com, 
We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Liberty Mutual Insurance presents a story about Nana's cake. It's Nana's 80th birthday, and you accidentally locked your keys in the car, along with her ice cream cake. No worries. This is a happy story. You have Liberty Mutual Insurance with 24-hour roadside assistance, and help is on the way. Liberty saves the day, and Nana even gives you an extra piece of unmelted cake. Visit a local office or call 844-8-LIBERTY. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Optional towing and labor coverage underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. One click and my job was posted to 200-plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard, and it's easy to compare them. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 200-plus job sites. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash easy hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash easy hire. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big sports station, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we continue all the way till the uh, top of the hour. Uh, Gary Dolphin coming up in what, 10, 12 minutes from right now? You got it. Right in there. Uh, we'll talk uh, Iowa, Indiana with him. Your thoughts, uh, basically, where the Hawks are right now in the middle of this losing skid. You know, I think we're going to learn out, uh, learn a little bit more tonight. Uh, the effort against Illinois on Saturday, it was... It was a weak effort. It was. You know, it, it just... They never could get it going. No. And crowd was never get, able to get into it. I talked to some people that were there Saturday. Yeah. It was just one of those games where people, they wanted to. I mean, a sold-out place. Right. Kenny Arnold, a right. whiteout. I Great mean, cause, had, yeah. You had all these things happening, but the team never gave them a reason to get excited. Yeah. And you could you could really see that. It just, they never could gain traction. Mention, you know, a couple of times where Illinois had a couple of bad droughts. Uh-huh. But Iowa, one of them, they went from down three early in the game. It was, what, 15-12? And they Something like that. took the lead back. Yeah. It was like 18-15. But... Six nothing run, but it took him like six minutes to do it. Mm-hmm. Illinois didn't hit a shot during that time. It, in the end, you know, Bohannon had that shot at the rim with about two minutes to go. Uh, the point guard for Illinois made a great play defensively yes. to block that up against the backboard, pin it up there, and uh, and go the other way. But it, it felt like one of the games where I was just going to win. You know, they're just they'll find a way. Yeah. They're at home. And it never happened. No. And it never happened. So was it just a game that things didn't go right? You gave up a couple easy shots and you lose a tight one? Or is this another trend of a team going the wrong way in February mm-hmm. that we saw last season, that we saw two years before that? Is that the growing trend with this team? And uh, we'll see. You know, Indiana still has talent. They still have plenty of talent on that team. Yes. There's no Yogi Ferrell, but... They got some dudes. You know, Thomas Bryant, he's, he's a low. He's he's a good player. He's a really good player. Yeah. He'll be making money yes, playing the game will. at the next level. Yes, he will. Guy that's 6'11 that can yep. move like that. There's always He'll a home. make a good check. Yes, uh, for <laughs> players like that. But, It'll be interesting to see how they deal with him, too. Yeah. That's what I want to see. They're going to double him in the post. They're sure. just going to throw a lot of guys yeah. at him. You know, one of the takeaways, though, really happy to see Tyler Cook. Only got seven shots. Went five of seven from the floor against Illinois, but... We've talked in the past. The athletic ability is unparalleled. I mean, mm-hmm. there hasn't been an athlete like that in an Iowa uniform in a really long time that just has the sheer jumping ability. 
when he throw athleticism out that way. But you could see a couple of times he got in the post, didn't go too fast, waited things for things to develop, had yep. a nice drop step, yep. finished with the right hand because you know he can step up over everybody. And with the left hand that he has, that is a strong hand. He went to the right side a couple of times, a little baby hook off mm-hmm. the window with the yep. drop step. You know, if he continues to do that, because there's been so many times since he's come back from the finger injury back in December where he gets going too fast, fumbles the ball. You see that a lot mm-hmm. out of him. And didn't see it against Illinois. He was slowing down a little bit right. more, letting the game come, come to, to him. him. Yep. Is this a guy that the light bulb is starting to come on? He's shown an ability to knock down an outside shot back in the summer. Yes, that is summer. But this is a guy I think that has so much upside to him that his role can really expand here. And if you're Fran, is it time, knowing that an NCAA tournament bids out the window, right. short of winning the Big Ten tournament, to start to go more through guys like Tyler Cook? We saw Jock not get a whole lot of shots in the he game. He only got eight shots in the game. Only got eight shots, but maybe there's a reason for that. Making a more considered effort. Hey, let's see what we can do with Tyler Cook. Get him in some more post-up situations. Get him a couple of times where he can turn a face from 12 feet. See what he can do. Now, getting more opportunities for guys like that getting a few more shots for Moss, whatever it may be, because the future of this program is yeah. about the youth, and that's what it is. And maybe it sucks for Peter Jack, but it's the reality well, of the situation. It's sucking for him right now because he knows he's not going to go to the NCAA tournament. Right. And if things continue down this path, they're not going to the NIT either. No, no, I don't, I don't think. Do you think they would play in the CBI? No, uh, the Big Ten as a whole has been, I think, told by the league office. That they won't do that? Yeah. They prefer that they don't. Penn State has been involved a couple of times. Okay. But they're just, it has been... It's extra, it's extra games for the kids. It is, but what I have heard, it's been relayed. Basically, don't play in those things. Okay. Don't don't go down to those level tournaments. We're the Big Ten. We don't play in them. And, and you see that some of the other major conferences as well. It's pretty rare that you see many, usually just a couple of, of uh, major conference teams will play. You know, the one conference that does have a lot is the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. We've seen the Pac-12 have sometimes two, three teams yes, in there. Yes, I've seen that. But outside of that, the ACC, Big Ten, even Big East, eh, let's, yeah. let's stay away from the, the pay-for-play tournaments. And that's what they are. And that's absolutely yeah. what they are. It used to be the NIT was like that. Sure. If you could and it still is in a way. In a way. You, you guarantee the home gate and, okay, we're playing at your house. And we'll get a cut. And, all yeah. Right, we'll yeah. make our money. You make yours. Yep, and we're good. And we're good. Yeah. Because we're putting on the big party at Madison Square Garden. But it's to, different now. To show you, I remember, oh, this is this is back in the Alford era. They played Valpo in the opening of the NIT. Iowa did. Iowa did. Yeah. Alford era. Iowa. Alford didn't coach anywhere else. I understand perfectly. And uh, ESPN asked them to play the game. I want to say it was Monday. Oh, because they were Right after they TV. were selected. It might have been Tuesday, but it was, it was very quick. Okay. And there was no one in the building. Because they didn't have time to even sell tickets. Right. Like, all right, yeah. you played the game. Yeah, I know. Good it's, luck to you. Yeah, it happens like that with but, the NIT. you know, ESPN, they wanted their money. Sure. Now, but now that it's controlled by the NCAA, it's much better run. It is. It is also based yeah. on merits getting in there. And that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, the NIT... Yeah, it's it's a tournament that doesn't mean a whole lot. Not but interested tournament. If if your team's in it, I enjoy the NIT. Yeah, I, I watch the NIT. The games are on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, sure, I, I, sign me yeah. up. Yeah, if, if I if I what think else am I going to do? If, watch a crappy NBA? Watch hockey? <laughs> no. If I think it's going to be a decent matchup, yeah, I'm going to flip it on. Might as well. You know, uh, you you just do that. Why? 
Because it's hoops. It's basketball. That's why. Yes. Even if it's bad basketball. That's it. We're going to watch. Jimmy B at TC. Uh, Gary Dolphin, a longtime voice of the Hawks, on the way right here. The Big Talker, 1700. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager at Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud sponsor of the Polk City Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Polk City. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these members. Ankeny Sanitation, Polk City Chiropractic, City of Polk City, Edward Jones, Kyle Madsen, Legion Post number 232, Mid-American Energy, Subway, Dennis Dietz, Grinnell State Bank, Remax Real Estate Concepts, Torres Team, Lakeside Fellowship, Cornerstone Dental, Haley's Academy, Monahan Photographic Artist, Big Green Umbrella, and Bob and Phyllis Wiseman. The Polk City Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these members. Learn more about the Polk City Chamber of Commerce online at polkcitychamber.com. polkcitychamber.com. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. It's O Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Earn double points on Lucas Fuel Treatment on sale for $9.99 at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Increase oil life, eliminate dry starts, save gas, and reduce wear with Lucas Fuel Treatment now $9.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, it's our final segment as we roll to the top of the hour. Always fun when Gary Dolphin comes off his high horse and takes a, a moment or two just to hang out with the peeps like Trent and I. The mere peasants. Yeah, that's us. In Iowa broadcasting. Uh, Gary comes to us <laughs> on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Dolph. How are you, man? <laughs> Hey, good, Jim. I'm a Christian guy. I, I come down to your level. I come down to your level every now and then. That's not a big deal. Thank you for coming down from my Mount Pius yes, and hanging thank, with us. That is very thank, kind of you. Thank you, Dolph. You, um, yeah, you opened the, the door for that I one. Did, I'm sorry. I did. That's why I opened it, because I knew, I knew you could take it, and I knew you'd have an answer, which was awesome. Um, let me just ask you a question before we get in nuts and bolts of the game tonight. Is Peter Jock, is his back? 75 80 85 percent you got any knowledge on that yeah no i think he's 100 percent. I, okay. I i don't think i mean unless he unless he's lying to me and i don't think he'd do that pete's too good of a kid uh, from west des moines I, I think what you're saying is uh opposing defenses are saying okay look they're they're, they're starting four freshmen or for the most time uh, for the most part starting four mm-hmm. freshmen yeah and who's uh who's one of the top college basketball scorers in the land Peter Jock, and not only that, uh, he, he's uh, been Iowa's leading rebounder uh, the last several weeks, and and he's a great assist man. He had sixteen and ten, so he's, he's become kind of a double double guy, and we're very close to it. And so I think defenses are, are casting their lot with stopping Pete, which means a lot of double teams, a lot of bumping them off screens, a lot of uh, physical rough style of play, and it, it's probably affected him a little bit. But uh, I think it's more opposing defenses just paying more attention to Pete than anything else, Jim. Mm-hmm. Really, okay. One of the few bright spots of the Saturday game against Illinois was the play of Tyler Cook. We were talking about that, Dolph, just a moment ago, and and love not just the ability that Cook uh, showed being able to go off the window, that little baby hook with the right hand, but it seems like maybe things are starting to slow down a little bit more for the freshman. Dolph, you've seen this guy up close and personal, you know, the athletic ability that he has, but seems like the game's starting to come at him at a little bit better pace. Fair to say right now? Oh, more more so than fair, uh, Trent. Yeah, you're right. You're spot on. I mean, he, he missed seven games, and I'm, I'm guessing I, I haven't followed his entire high school career, but I'm guessing he was pretty well injury-free for his entire four-year high school career. So this was really something new to him, and then you, you put him in up against the competition that he's facing night in, night out. The seven games, you, and compare him to Cordell Pimsel, how smooth Cordell has been more often than not. And, and how rusty uh, uh, Tyler was when he first came back. So it's taken him a few games uh, to, to, to work it out. And, and to your point, let the game slow down and come to him a little bit. But he's still Iowa's second-leading scorer. I think, I think that speaks volumes for what this kid can do. And, and now you're, whereby he was primarily, everything is with the, with the left hand, the southpaw moves when he first came back. Now you're seeing him starting to go both ways both sides of the lane, right-hand hook. He had a beautiful kiss off the glass the other day. Yep. And, and and to Fran's credit, I mean, uh, that, that game started out the other night. Uh, 
they, they, I think the first five possessions, they pounded it inside to him four times. So that's that's a little peek into what you're going to see in the future. And mm-hmm. as Pemsel gets better, uh, these two guys, uh, they're going to be quite a one-two punch, literally going around the Big Ten. But uh, he, he still has his moments. You know, the thing that you haven't seen about Tyler, or haven't seen from Tyler, that you will see is how well he can run the floor and bring the ball down himself as for a big man. I mean, he can really get out and go. And and right now they're just they're limiting what what they want him to do, get inside, rebound because uh, that's that's been Iowa's Achilles heel. Really has been the rebounding. They've been kick, getting kicked down the boards, and hopefully that turns around tonight. Gary, they're not going to be an NCAA tournament team, and if the losing trend continues, they're not going to be an NIT team either. Is there much discussion about that, or just because it is such a young team, these guys are just trying to learn how to get better, and they've done a pretty me the coaching staff has done a pretty good job of not getting them caught up in that? Well, two things, Jim. They are talking about it. I think that's what keeps them motivated, at least okay. the discussion about uh, the NIT. Now, you're right, the NCAA isn't going to knock on their door unless they, of course, win right. four four games in a row uh, in, in D.C. here in a couple of weeks, and hopefully it's four. Hopefully they don't have to win five. Mm-hmm. Right now they're playing for as high a seat as they can get in the NCAA tournament because when, when you look at this league, and, and, and they're motivated. I mean, you look at this league, every team, you got to go back maybe five years to find the last time every Big Ten team has won a road game this year, mm-hmm. somewhere uh, at, at some point in time. So what's that tell you? Uh, you get on a neutral floor now like uh, the Verizon Center, and you know really anything can happen. And when, when you have the scores, that, that I, capable scores that Iowa has, I speak of Jock and Bohannon primarily, but there are others. Isaiah Moss has been hot and cold. Then uh, there's plenty to keep motivated. So they're, they're absolutely talking about the uh, the NIT at, at, at minimum, okay. and, and the coaches want them to talk about that. I mean, what else are you going to talk about? I mean, that, that you got to stay positive, particularly with all the first and second-year players. I think eight of their first ten are freshmen or sophomores. So there's plenty to play for, even though the record doesn't show it. But it's been, it, it's been uh, enough to make you pull your hair out, to your point, the inconsistency. I mean, they earlier in the year they won five in a row, then they lost four in a row, and, and now they've gone – Three losses in a row, three wins in a row, three losses in a row. And, and I know it's uh, uh, tearing the coaching staff up because it, it, when you look at the game plan and you watch uh, what the coaches set them up to do, they're not asking them to do too much. Uh, so they're they're well prepared when they take the floor. But as the game wears on, they probably get a little frustrated, particularly the, uh, the first-year players. And, and obviously Peter Jock, when he's running into a double team every time he opens his eyes. Dolph, uh, I know there are some concerns. You mentioned the three consecutive losses of another year really struggling down to the finish line. Happened a year ago, happened a couple years before that. And Fran McCaffrey with that style, very in-your-face, very uh, temperamental coach that maybe that wears on a team. As you look at it and you look at what's happened with this year's team, is that a fair criticism of Fran? Well, it might have been in the past, Trent. It's not this year, though. I, I, I mean, he's been uh, he's been really, really calm and cautious. In, in uh, and now the other day against Illinois, they uh, right. I think we had to wait thirty five or forty minutes just for Fran to come on the post game show. Uh, but the conversation was very low key, very normal citizensry type uh, discussion. They went through what they did right. Uh, there were some good things, and they went through. Uh, what they did not do so well, and then obviously there was enough there to, to, to nitpick about. But uh, Coach McCaffrey's been very, very level-headed this year. I think he understands what he's got in front of him, uh, unlike last year when, when the guys lost uh, 8 of 10 or 7 of 9, whatever it was, 
that was happening with seniors, mm-hmm. uh, primarily a, a predominantly a senior roster, and that's not the case this year. And I think Fran's getting a lot of uh, assistance. You know, Kirk Spira, uh, he's got a veteran coaching staff uh, that that uh, have have been through this perhaps before a time or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, three of the guys on his staff are, have been head coaches, and so I think they've taken the calm, collective, uh, low key approach with these guys. Uh, now that said. Uh, Coach said on his call-in show last night, he said, these guys don't want to be known as uh, as a young team. They're 20, whatever it is, 27 games into their college career. Uh, they, they know they should be playing better. Uh, the, 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 the real, on the court, the real sticking point has been rebounding. They, they're, they're getting out-rebounded by seven the last five games uh, on average, and uh, opponents have 16 more offensive rebounds. A part of that is learning the process. Uh, part of that, I think they have a couple of the freshmen have run into that mental wall a time or two. I mean, a lot of these kids are used to playing 21 game high school schedules the entire year. They're not 27 games down the road. So I, I don't doubt that there's some of that fatigue factor, but they don't want to be known as a, a bunch of rookies running out, running around out there still trying to figure it out. Gary Dolphin is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. All right, Gary, let's go to the games that the guys play. And tonight, against a similar team that has spiraled and out of control pretty much, uh, what do you expect to see matchup-wise tonight? Are they going to run doubles at Bryant on the block continuously? And if so... How often, then, will Fran McCaffrey have to make changes so he can keep fresh people on Thomas Bryant? Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they can afford to run a lot of doubles at Bryant. Uh, they'll run some, but uh, James Blackman is uh, one of the top five scorers in the league, and, and he's uh, number one in the Big Ten, averaging three three-point goals a game. So I'm, I'm guessing that uh, he and Peter will be staring down each other's gun barrels quite a bit tonight. Okay. Uh, but but I think they're going to need some help off of Blackman. Uh, or or on Blackman, uh, Bryant is just a, a wizard inside. I mean, he's one of the top rebounders in the league. He's averaging almost 14 and almost eight boards a game, and he really has Indiana playing at a high level on the glass. They're they're I think the number two offensive rebounding team in the league, and, and Illinois uh, hurt the Hawks on the offensive mm-hmm. glass the other day. So that that definitely is is a, a point they're going to pay attention to where Bryant is concerned, but. Even with all the injuries, you know, they lost on Anube. They lost three starters, Colin Hartman, and uh, they lost, uh, 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 I'm trying to think, uh, Johnson for a while this year. He missed some significant time. And yet uh, five of their nine Big Ten losses, guys, have been by five points or less. So they they really compete. It's a typical Tom Crean coach team. You know, they're not the most salty veteran either. They start a couple freshmen and, and a sophomore in Bryant, although he's – He's playing beyond his sophomore years. But Blackman and Bryant are the keys. There's no doubt about it. They've got other good scorers, but that's where it starts. You, you've got two of the top three offenses in the Big Ten going after each other tonight. They're both right at 80 points a game. Uh, now, Iowa gives up 77. Indiana gives up 71. So, to me, who who, who comes out uh, the better defensive team and who rebounds? Whoever wins, wins the rebounding battle, to me, wins the game tonight. Dolph, looking forward to your call tonight, and I have a feeling you might have uh, even more listeners this evening because Dan Dockich is on the call at ESPN, and many people will probably be uh, hitting the mute on that and pulling you up on the on the uh, WHO stream here locally and across the state. Dolph, uh, hey, uh, Dan's, Dan's looking for ratings, too. So I know I, he is. I, I, I get his shtick, his, his act, but uh, yeah, the fans always, you know, the kids, always, the college students always love, uh, love it when Dockich comes to town, yep. but uh, he, he's... Uh, 
he'll he'll get he'll get his uh, especially playing Indiana where yes. he went to school. Uh, but it should be fun. Should be a great atmosphere, and hopefully the Hawks get it turned around and finish strong. Dolph, it's always uh, fun, man, when you take a little time with the uh, peasants. We appreciate it, pal. <laughs> you have a great, you, you have a great call, Gary. See ya. Okay, Jim. See you, Trent. All right. Thanks, man. Gary Dolphin. One of the best. Love that guy. We love just a a rib on him because he takes it so well and then he just gives it right back. Dishes it right back. That's the best. Uh, He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. So So where are you going? Yeah, I was. Where are you going? God, I don't know. I, I, I probably would favor the home team tonight. Yeah. That's. Just just because it's a home game? They're not going to play as poorly as they did Saturday. I would hope not. No, I don't think so. I mean, if... I don't think if, they're going to win. Yeah, if they play that bad... Oh, again, they're going to get beat by double digits. Yeah. Indiana's a lot better, even with the injuries. Yeah. I mean, Blackman... I mean, Dolph made a great point when I asked him about how, how they're going to double-team Bryant down low. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, they will, but they're really going to have to concentrate on Blackman. And I didn't realize how good he was from out behind the arc mm-hmm. that he has been since he's gotten back after, well, he just, after I mean, the injury. Yeah, He can't do much else other than That's shoot. That's it. I mean, he's, yeah. he's like Peter Jock was before Jock added rebounding mm-hmm. and some of the other things he's done this year. Blackman's a scorer. Yes. That's all he is is a scorer, but he has a score and he can fill it up in a big way. I'm going to take Hoosiers 77-69. I think that uh, I thought that Gary made a great point about how Iowa gives up 77 points a game. Mm. So I'm going to go Indiana 84 to 71. 84-71. You got the Hoosiers big. I got them decently big. We're both fading the Hawks tonight. You know what that means. Hawks win. Hawks win. (laughs) We'll see. We'll talk about it tomorrow starting up at noon. Marty and Miller up next. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Timing is everything. And right now is a great time to get great deals on a certified pre-owned Honda at the Honda Dream Deal sales event going on now. Well-qualified buyers can receive 1.9% APR financing on select Honda certified pre-owned vehicles. So you can feel good about driving KBB.com's 2016 Best Value brand. The Honda Dream Deal sales event is happening now. Visit HondaCertified.com and search for local inventory. See dealer for financing details based on 2016 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book. Visit KBB.com for more information. See your Honda dealer for limited warranty details. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. 
Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. Napa Know How. Back at New Year's, you made a resolution to save more money. Just so happens, Pennzoil's family of oils are on sale starting at $349 a quart. So you can check save money off your list and bask in the glory of actually seeing a resolution through to the end. With the Pennzoil family of oils starting at $349 a quart. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 228.17. If you're a pro, you know this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pros buy lighting supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save 10% every day. Buy in bulk and save 10% on the things you use every day, like recessed lighting and light bulbs. So at Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sforpros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum.